This is Alex Hackle, and you're listening to The Passion Report. Welcome, everybody, to The Passion Report. We got the Team USA edition. We got A-Hall, we got Tanner, we got Cody, we got Connor, we got Mac, and we got Charlie. They're all out here in Austria doing some preseason Dubai. Some There's a competition pretty soon, right? Yeah, we got a World Cup. Um, when's the World Cup? Next week. We got a World Cup next week, so... We've been here for two weeks now, and I'm just going to expose us. We hit the airbag a little bit, and then a we a, a little, <laughs> five days, and then we've been skiing up at Dubai like the last five days, and then, yeah, the World Cup's in like a week, so. That's super dope. What's the, you guys like Banger Park, the, the airbag? Yeah, it's fun. I it's like pretty it dope. I like it. It's I fun. Know. I mean, Zooter, you got some? I don't know. It's like a good time, but it's so cold this time of year. <laughs> it's like you just get soaking wet and you're just freezing and you're just hucking corks for like three hours straight and they're skiing on the mountain. So you're kind of like, oh, I'd rather be skiing, but definitely. What was the send for you? What was learning new tricks? I don't know. There was a lot of flips and spins. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> he's got something secret. He's, he's got a leak. secret trick. Yeah, he's been cooking. So you guys were cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And what do you guys think about Austria in general? It's pretty lit. We, I think we've all been. Tanner, have you been here before? Yeah, we've all been here a couple times, so we're pretty hyped on it. Um, yeah, it's like what fourth, fifth year coming here, I'd say. Yeah, for this, like this World Cup's been around for a while, so we've been doing this one. We've been coming to Banger Park for a couple years. It's dank though. Innsbruck's sick. I feel like it's like the dopest ski city in Europe, probably. So it's pretty dope. It's like the the Salt Lake of the Alps, pretty much. Yeah, exactly, for sure. Speaking of which, you guys are all based in Salt Lake. Yeah, me and Cody are in, are in Park City together, and then everyone else here is in Salt Lake for the most part. Hell yeah! What's your guys' favorite resort in Salt Lake to go skiing? Woody's. No. <laughs> Brighton Park for City. sure. Brighton. Yeah, Park City. I'd Brighton. Say Brighton. What's, what's Tanner's favorite? I like I like Park City. <laughs> the Park City spring vibe is like kind of unbeatable. Like yeah. when it's hot and it's all the boys are there and they have like all the challenge rails put in and like it's kind of very unbeatable, honestly. Uh, so hands up if it's Park City. In the spring, in the spring, in the spring, it's Park City. In the spring, it's Park City. It's Brighton when it's. Brighton when it's not spring for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we got a four to two ratio here. Yeah. Respect. I feel like we don't ski that. I live like ten minutes from Brighton, so it's like super easy to go. Yeah. On a pow day. You're in the Conwood Canyon. Yeah, I'm like right, right there. Yep. That's the dream. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, the traffic from Salt Lake to Brighton is just not it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You have to leave at like four a.m. What's the What's the traffic like Salt Lake to PCMR? It's pretty good because it's like a highway all the way up, so it's like not too bad. But once you get into Park City, it gets pretty bad. You know, on a pow day, it's like we live like right, like on the main road going from like going towards PC, and on like you look out our window in the morning, and there's like thousands of cars on the road, and it's just back to back traffic on pow days. So it's kind of get hectic. Like any Utah resort or, yeah, or yeah. any resort like that's close to Salt Lake is like insane on it's a pow day. Like, barely mm-hmm. worth it. I feel yeah, Colorado too is like crazy. California. 
Yeah. Last year, I was uh, we were doing like a thousand skis event, and we were gonna go ski Snowbird on a Saturday, and we left Salt Lake at nine thirty. We probably never got there. No, we got. It took us two hours to get up there, and then there was no parking, and then we had to turn around, and we had to go to Woody's. But we legitimately, I drove a car for three hours and 45 minutes without skiing <laughs> yeah, and that, going to that a different drive resort. usually like 15 minutes or like 20. Like it's such a short drive with no traffic. Yeah, I like in my head, I'm like, damn, like Salt Lake City is sick because like you guys got international airport, like super close, super convenient city, mountains. And then like that one experience going to Snowbird, I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but you live in uh, the canyon. Like I would have to live in a canyon, I feel yeah. like. It would be dope too because then you like reverse commute. So you just like get groceries and stuff mm-hmm. and then you come back and then you're like at the mountain. The best way that, like, that people do or I don't know if people do it on purpose, but they go up to the canyon and they, like, get a hotel or whatever for the weekend or whatever the storm's coming through, and they're just stuck up there. Mm-hmm. And they never open the roads, but somehow they're still opening the resorts. Yeah. And, like, I've heard of a couple, like, John Brown, mm-hmm. I think, told me a story. He was stuck up there for, like, three days, just shredding refills. Powder prison. Mm-hmm. Powder prison. <laughs> <laughs> Not what, what is the like okay so like basically springtime pcmr is the is the move what's the like pow day which mountain you guys going to guardsman's on a snowmobile we <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of sledders i don't have a sled if i don't it's, have a sled either if it's super busy and like a weekend and it's a pow day i just go to deer valley because it's gonna be mm, the least yeah, deer valley is good um but if it's like a weekday and it's not a crazy amount of snow, then maybe I'll try to get up early and drive to Alta or Snowbird. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm Brighton for sure. Brighton on a pow day, like every day, but just because it's easy for me. And I like love the train there. But I, I got a bunch of pow days there last year and it was super fun. You know Brighton really well too. Like I skied Brighton for the first time, like on a pow day this year, and he took me like all over the mountain. Like I, I, there was so many zones that him and Hunter had known, known of. So I was pretty. Yeah, cool. there's there's like a good amount if you know. There's not a ton there, but if you know the little spots, it's sick. Like you can get a pretty fun morning before it's all skied out. Hell yeah. While we got Cody with the mic here, I watched uh, Gusto. You did a front up pretzel four front flip under <laughs> the clothes. Yeah, four, yeah. Four, yeah. Four, give four, a, give us the lowdown on that on that trick. Um, that's actually kind of a funny story because I didn't go to that. I wasn't trying that trick at all. The shot that you saw was my first attempt at that trick. Um, I was trying like a front up, front two, but like putting my tips under the close out and then like lifting them back up and over. And I just kept catching and like doing half a front flip to my face basically. And then C Ray was there and he's kind of like the hype man in the streets or wherever. So he was just like, do a flip, do a flip. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. And then that was like first try. Damn, that that's super lit. <laughs> and uh, also on the on the topic, Gusto Max got some street clips. First Mac street clips, is that right? Yeah, I I might have had one in the last E Cook film. Did I? The last one? <laughs> I think there was a. Maybe there wasn't. I don't know. I thought there was. I could be wrong. But I actually did my first street trip, like big street trip this year, with Faction to Japan, and that was like my first like real experience like hitting street like every single day trying to get two spots in which was really sick um but yeah the gusto street street shots were really fun we hit that like classic guardsman wall ride up in uh park city and we were like sled lapping it so you don't have to hike it at all which was sick with uh cody and quinn 
and C Ray and E Cook. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, day. Pretty prick vibes. At the yeah. Spot. <laughs> 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 but but I lap in the wall ride with a sled. Yeah, <laughs> but I like that you do like the what is it like lead lead mute switch. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, was like a, a nice. That was a stylish yeah, trick yeah. selection. It's so big. We had to build the landing out over there. <laughs> yeah, it was going way past it. Yeah, but and that. Then, was that unnap blind three up on that? So I'm left foot forward. So my blind three up is to the right naturally for me. And I just like have always felt the most comfortable doing it to the right. And that rail set up, we were hitting it that way anyway. Um, so it was like not too bad. And it was like a pretty small rail, which was chill. But we actually like, I saw that rail. I, there's a chicken spot right next to this, that rail. And I saw one day and I, I'd never seen it before. And we think it's pretty new. I'm not really sure, but I went with Connor and Cody that day. And... Were we the first ones to hit that rail? I don't really know. I, so. I don't think I've ever seen anyone yeah. hit that rail before. And it's like so perfect. It's like a park rail almost. Yeah. And School News actually said last night that he's seen a bunch of people hit that rail, but that rail's brand new. Yeah, it's so never been hit that before. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Connor did a really sick lip four on it the other way that you did mm. the back three. Yeah. So that kind of like completed yeah. the rail. Yeah. It was sketch. We had to like winch across the bridge. <laughs> like a really tight bridge. And I, I like it was like my second time using a winch and my like kept slipping. So then I'd like get to the end and then it'd just like rip out of my hands and then I'd like <laughs> jump down the stairs and click an idiot. I was running that winch and it was like one of those ones where the lever kind of like you have to like lightly pull it, but it really only starts moving at the very end. And you also, if you don't pull it fast enough, the winch just stops. Mm. So we were pretty much just like spent. 50% of the time trying to get them to the rail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then halfway through the sesh, we like looked up and there's like a apartment building next to it. And there's like this couple out and they're kind of just like stoked on us. And E-Cook was like, yo, like, can I come film from up there? So then he like goes into this these people's house and he's like filming this like upper angle of this flat down from their like balcony. And they, it made, was us, so they dope. made us brownies. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It was fire. Dude, it was really that was sick. a dope spot. That sounds like an epic spot. Right yeah. <laughs> it's like a good preseason like warm-up spot too. Like a, we'll probably go back there at some point if yeah. we get a winch a working winch again. <laughs> Whose winch was it? Ethan. Uh, e cooks. E cooks. Yeah. Sketch. Uh, so you were telling me you were on that that faction trip because I saw it was like the I have three awards. Uh, I'm talking to Mac right now. Uh, that he was nominated for what was it like part of the year? It was I think it was male skier of the year, but just from filming the side of things. I'm pretty sure. Hell yeah! yeah. And uh, what was that like first first year getting into the the film aspect of skiing? It was sick because I had done faction films in the past, but they've they'd all been like jumping shoots. Like we did a one out hood where we built some jumps, and then like Verbier, we built some jumps there, but. Hadn't really like stepped into the backcountry too much or like hit a lot of street. So yeah, it was sick. It was a really fun year. I definitely am going to keep doing that like backcountry street. I want to do it all. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the movie to come out and everyone to see it finally because it's kind of just been like just premieres and then like no one's really hasn't really been like out there for the next past couple months. And yeah, I'm stoked. It was a good year. And were you saying you were on a, a two spot a day diet out there? Pretty much. I, I think two spots a day. He was with us too. Yeah, yeah, I think for the, the Japan trip we were doing, I'd say two a day, like one or two a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon or something. Yeah. Like nothing, to, I feel like we didn't hit anything that was like too crazy a build. We had to dig out a couple rails. The first spot um, was honestly the hardest spot to dig out, I think. I we don't, they got like oh, a bunch of yeah. stairs and yeah. 
they got like the bottom of the rail it's was that, like going into the that snow. big front three up he does on the up gap down rail um that spot we had to dig out quite a bit yeah uh, that was the first spot we hit it was so dope it was like, a sick spot yeah such pretty a scary nice, though i will say big like square bar felt like a park rail natty speed it was yeah. so sick that yeah, spot it was, yeah, it was crazy what's the vibe like faction street trip versus like gusto street spot what's the <laughs> I think for us, because we didn't have a lot of time and like a lot of faction trips are like this, we like all hit spots together. Like it's like a more of a team vibe, which is really sick. And I think like for most people, like try to just hit one rail, like one person at each rail and then move on to the next spot. But because we had so little time to do that, we kind of just did like a group group shots on the rails and it was sick. It was really fun. Like I'd get done with the trick and then someone would be like, oh, I want to try this on the same rail. I'm like, oh yeah, go go for it. And it's it's really, really cool vibe, I'd say. Hell yeah. Well, we got Max still in the hot seat here. You went upside down on rail, <laughs> Sunday River. Let's hear it. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. I'm, I'm glad like it kind of worked out. I only had three days to do it, and there like was a year of planning going into it. And like it was kind of hard to like figure out what we wanted to do and like like figuring out what the rail was going to be held up by or what the rail was going to look like um and like going to the east coast again like we kind of deal with weather and all this this stuff so yeah i'm glad it worked out with only like the three days of trying it um the video is pretty good i got like a lot of good positive comments back on it which was sick but i think like it could maybe use a revisit like a new like way to look at it the rail was kind of just like an uprail and i i i like got to slide like maybe four feet of the rail kind of but it was kind of a tap if you look at it in fast motion um so i would love to like Maybe like add like an extension to it, like maybe like kind of a little flat, curve. little curve to yeah. flatten it out. It'd be cool to like stick to it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, maybe in the future, I'm not really too sure yet. Damn, that is a sick idea. I feel like curves so that will you like drop off like it like it wouldn't. Stick. I don't think it would curve like this, like a U. I think it'd be more like up and then curve to flat. Yeah. And oh, then you'd be okay. like, but like it'd have to probably go out like another like five to ten feet, I would mm-hmm. say, to make it work. Hell yeah! Well. And yeah. what was scarier was like the straight like kind of like. I don't really know because you're like upside down here, but what looked like underflip pretty much or was like the switch like two on easier? The underflip was actually probably harder. It was harder to like to line the rail up because you're really blind for the first part of it. But when you're going switch, you like kind of look up at the rail, which was sick. And like I knew I wanted to hit it switch, but I didn't really want to do that first. And then I like tried it a couple of times and it worked way better. And then the last hit, I like was they were like oh you should try it again and I was like all right we're like I had already done it like probably 20 or 30 times that day but like kind of not the best and the last hit I took like way more speed into it and like kind of popped really heavy into the rail and like sucked my knees up and it worked the best out of all of them I'd, I'd done so that was like the biggest fear for uh, for me as well too like if you hit the rail hard like does it push you back to the ground or does it like actually work where you can slide it more and that was like the, the cool thing about trying to find out what we were doing definitely and they yeah. could change the level of the rail right yeah so we so started system. lowering so you, it you could lower it and we could change the angle of the rail which was sick but once it was like we couldn't move it forward or back so that was like the hardest part was like getting there and figuring out like where we wanted to put it and like going into the jump it was terrifying because you're like looking up and there's just like this massive metal pipe above your head <laughs> and like it, it like feels super wrong honestly but it yeah it was definitely really scary i'm glad i walked away like unhurt and was like good with it yeah, definitely. When I was watching it, it was like with how long it like stuck out in the front. It looked like you were like, like almost like could hit it if you didn't hit the right <laughs> yeah. angle. Yeah, for sure. It was yeah. definitely like scary, like looking up under that thing. But was there like a lot of pressure? Because like, like you're saying, like a year of work's gone into this. They're like, it's built. And then like, you have to like back up your idea pretty much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they only had, we had 
one day of hitting into an airbag and then they pushed up the landing and it was like a 60 foot jump. So I was taking way more speed into the airbag. So the airbag was like, it was nice to get the feeling for it, but it wasn't that helpful coming to like trying to actually get the shot on like a big jump. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just glad I walked away. Like 30 like, people there. Helping yeah, you. there was a ton of people there. <laughs> like the people that like working on the scaffolding stuff and then like GoPro was there and Barstool Sports was there and like it was really hectic for sure. But it was like a cool vibe. Like, And I had two homies there, Hunter Henderson and Dickie Thomas the whole time which was sick like they're my best friends so it was dope to have them there as well hell yeah yeah i saw chef donnie and like the yeah, background chef of the donnie clips i was like yo they're eating good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah chef donnie was there that dude's dope he's super funny hell yeah well now i think a good time to ask uh, the question of the day which is the the poll the poll situation <laughs> and fizz everyone knows yeah what do you guys what do you guys think are you guys back it or do you think was it like player hating by some people or what what do you guys think let's give an initial answer by everyone i think it's a like a good and a bad thing uh i'd have to explain in more detail we can go into it a little later but i think it's a, a bit of both like I've, i definitely have mixed feelings about it you are you're I'm, I'm definitely the same i don't really know if i'm like stoked on it or like not super stoked on it I'm still like trying to decide, honestly. You guys are too diplomatic right now. <laughs> we, we get into I, think, I think I'm stoked that like everyone's gonna be kind of on the same like playing field, so there's not gonna be the arguments anymore of like, oh well, he won, but oh, but he wasn't using polls. Like, there's just not gonna be that. But at the same time, it's like, Al was kind of talking about this the other day. It's a slippery slope where it's they start regulating this thing, they could start regulating more things. And this one isn't the worst one to regulate, but I think if it progresses, then it could get maybe not so sick. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I don't really care, honestly, but I think it'll be good to try a year of it and then maybe go back to whatever it was. But I think it's good, yeah, to like level the field, but I don't really know. Hell yeah. I don't think it's like the worst idea, honestly, because I think a lot of us like would agree that grabbing without pulls is, is easier for sure especially when it comes to contests, like none of us want rules for everyone's human polls all the time. It's just in contests to make it like an even playing field, like Cody said. So I think it's like, could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. We'll see this year and see if like more rules get put into place. But I think like this is kind of the one rule and nothing else is going to really happen. I think that's kind of it. Right. Well, I think we're all a little biased too, because we all used polls even when they, you like couldn't. But I like, I don't know if I like the regulation part about it. Because, like, Alex said this the other day or something. He was like, well, soon they're going to tell us we can't wear baggy pants because your tricks will look better. Yeah, like, or, like, ski length, you know, like, doing a, yeah. a trick with shorter skis. You can spin more, and then they're going to start regulating ski lengths. So it's a little... Definitely. That's that, my, like, mixed feelings on that. It's just, like, once you regulate poles, then I was talking to my brother, and he was like, well, that's a little slippery slope, isn't it? I never really thought about it, but it makes sense because then he was like, well, next thing they're going to regulate pole length, you know? And then I was like, they're already going to do that. They're going to measure like our poles compared to our body or whatever. Right. They're going to like, are they going to do that? Logic. Yeah. Can't be too short. Can't be too short. So they're pretty short. Yeah. So they're already doing that. And then like people are already starting to build different contraptions. So they attach to your hands differently. So you actually, it's pretty much just not even a pole. It's just like attached to your hand, but you don't really use it. So I just think like by creating a rule like that, you have a lot of people that are going to try their hardest to circumnavigate it. 
and avoid it i think like a lot of people i think will just you know use poles but i think some people are going to try and do their best to pretty much still be skiing without poles um so that is like kind of sucks a little that i think a lot and then like the thing with like our friend just broke his hand for example what's he gonna like he's gonna have to get a doctor's note and i think you can't get a doctor's note but like are people gonna fake doctors? No, I don't know. It's like I don't know. I'm just saying it's not. It's not. It's not like improbable, right? It could be a thing. And then next thing you know, like they're gonna regulate ski length, how bad your clothes are, like all this different stuff. So that's the the bummer about it. And like making rules is a bummer too. But also, whenever we do competitions, like we're signing ourselves up to be already in a certain set of rules between the two run format, having to spin left and right. There's already all these rules, so like another rule isn't that big a deal. It's not like it's the first rule that's ever been made. Like competitions are a rule in and of like in and of themselves. So I think in that regard, like I think it's not as big a deal as a lot of people make it with like the oh you can't put rules on free skiing because we we already there's a ton of rules in competition yet. Like it's not just this one. So I don't know. Definitely mixed feelings, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens this year for sure. Do you think it's gonna change the results? Like for example, do you think if they had this rule last year that different people would be winning or losing competitions? Yeah, definitely. I think for it sure. changes a yeah. little bit. Like some people won't do as well having to use poles. Uh maybe some people will, you know, thrive by using poles because they already did and it'll kind of level the playing field and it'll it can maybe get a little more respect on on that, I don't know, but I think the results would be different if we had this rule last year, honestly. I mean, I mean it kind of changed at the last World Cup. Yeah. Like, the last World Cup of the year was kind of like the first, like, everyone used polls. It wasn't necessarily a rule, but it was kind of like implied. So everyone used polls. And the year before at Silva Plana, we saw like the winning or one of the jump runs was 18, 16, 18. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, not 14s and 16s. 14, 16, 16. The weather was also a little the weather was bad worse this year. But yeah, but for sure. Bit, but yeah, yeah like, it did chill out. I don't think it, yeah, just not as much it's major. Do big spins, like just grabbing is that much harder. And when you do these really big spins, it's more sketch when you don't grab. So if you can lock in your grab, like it's, you're going to be safer without poles just because it's easier. So I think having the difficulty of using poles with hard tricks kind of chills it out a little bit, I'd say. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be interesting to see this year. Do you guys know how it came about? Was it because I was watching this like news channel and basically said that like Team Sweden led the charge to get this in? Was it is it Team Sweden player hating or was it like a unanimous decision amongst all all nations? Do you guys know? I kind of there was there was always the argument but it wasn't like something that ever really seemed like it was going to happen and i think team sweden was like i remember just last year here we had like a judges meeting and hugo kind of spoke up about it and since then it was a conversation throughout the year but i remember being in um in georgia and richie the fist what's his uh richie forget his last name the fist guy yeah fist guy he kind of he runs (laughs) he organized runs like the free ski side of fist or whatever yeah and he just like was watching the big air in georgia and just was kind of like this is aerials like why am i watching an aerials contest like what is separating our sport from their sport and i think he was just like over it and kind of took a driving force and being like all right poles are mandatory like let's not just become aerials because people were just 
back slapping all the way down the landing and like mm-hmm. just not standing up their tricks and the similarity like i don't know pretty much when you watch an aerials comp it's like either they stomp it or they land and just like ride out on their backs and i think he was just over it definitely but i feel like there's more things between like soap style and aerials like the the rails do you guys think that the we rails were talking about big air though yeah. oh okay so is it both soap style and big air now mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but not i don't think it's half pipe no i don't know i don't know if it's half pipe we don't know but i don't think so i think it's just slope and big air actually definitely i feel like all half pipe skiers pretty much use poles yeah, pretty much yeah i think so but yeah that doesn't use poles yeah i think pretty much they all use poles Hell yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. But we got pretty much the whole U.S. ski team in the house here. Tell me what what's the vibes like on the team, the camaraderie? How how are we feeling? It's it's super lit. We're pretty like fried when we're all with each other. We just say super dumb shit the whole time. Like people, other people would be so annoyed if they had to hang out with us. <laughs> That's for sure. But it's dope when we're hanging out. It's super sick. We, we call it uh, losing the plot. Definitely. It feels like a, a more connected team than like I was on the development team back in the day and it was like you had like the big dogs and then you had the small dogs and uh, now it seems like everyone's like doing such a good job like I don't know helping each other and or I don't want to say helping each other but just like how you guys interact. No definitely like I was I, I moved up to the pro team a while ago and same thing like I was super young I felt like it was all big dogs and it was a little more disconnected where I feel like now we all just like hang together all the time. Like there's not really like the pro team or rookie team or whatever. Like it doesn't, we stay in different places, but we still like all hang out all the time. So the vibe has been sick the last couple of years, like makes skiing and trips so much more fun. Yeah. It's been super sweet. This is my first year on the team. I'm a rookie. Um, but it's been dope just hanging out with all these guys, like always looked up to all of you guys, honestly, a lot so it's been unreal being able to hang out with them we've been hitting the water slides tough we're like on a water slide training camp this this year so we like after seeing we go to the water slides every day and just get wrecked <laughs> yeah Matt, you gotta tell what happened to you yesterday dude. <laughs> you got bodied at Stubay is this like place like almost a Stubay it's like a gym slash like Water, water park, water park. Yeah. yeah. And Like big, like dropped like ten feet just to fucking plastic. Like it was crazy. It was so lit. So we've been hitting that like every day. We just go to the water park. And we got 
Guitar Hero. I don't partake, but everyone else shreds the Guitar Hero. We're all like way more sore from like our water park adventures and skiing, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably not good. <laughs> what are the other? Uh, is this your first year on the team, Connor? Congratulations. This is my third year, but I'm still on the team. So I'm like year three rookie. I think I made it to year four. <laughs> A vet of the rookie team. <laughs> you were on that first team trip, I think. Yeah. I w- All right, let's give you a mic. Yeah, you, oh, we went to like New Zealand, and it was like you, Colby, and... I don't know. Hunter was there, I think. Hunter has. It was kind of when we all did the pipe and slope teams would hang out together. That doesn't really happen anymore. We don't really (laughs) hang with the pipe guys much because they're always – we have, like, such different trips. Like, they're in Austria right now, too, but they're, like, three hours away. Yeah, and the season's so different. Yeah. Like, they're done in – what are their comps? I don't know. Like, they're done in, like, January. Yeah, they have such a different schedule than us that we honestly, like, barely see them, I feel like. Yeah, but that was a, a epic trip. You did like the triple bio something. You were like sixteen. I was like, I was I was fourteen. <laughs> Dude, it blows my mind because like we've been skiing together now for like s- seven years. Then yeah. So in my head, you're like as old as me or like whatnot, and then you're like, yeah, I'm like twenty one. I'm like, yeah, damn, I did just meet you when you were fourteen. But you <laughs> you were skiing like so good even then that it's like crazy. You did the switch trip twelve that trip. Hell yeah. Trip 12. Trip 12. Oh, you almost carved off the landing. Yeah, it was the trip 12. That was nuts. That was crazy. I'm pretty sure no one's done the trip off 14 since Cody's done it too, and that was like seven years ago. Yeah, true. I can't do it again either, though. Has anyone? Fabi did a 16? Like Misty? Fabi did the trip Misty 16. But Andre did switch trip Misty 16. True, true, which is, I guess... Kind of similar. But Zooter had like a Elax and stuff. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Backwards switch trip 10. It was so crazy. Sick. That was random. Definitely. And it, like, what's it like at the top of Stargate? Are, we, are you guys like cheering on like each other? Are you guys cheering on other nationalities? Is it? For sure. Has it become more or less uh, nationalistic up there? cheering on everyone, I'd say, for the most part. Yeah. We're homies with all the other... Like, we don't get to hang out as much because we're staying at different places, but we see all them, like, every event. And we're homies, like, all the, like, the Swedish team, Norwegian team, Canadian team, whatever. Like, I'd say we're all friends with each other. Mm-hmm. But for sure, I feel like I'm rooting, like, a little extra harder, like, for my U.S. homies. But it's pretty much, like, I'm, I'm hyped for everyone up there, I'd say. Yeah. They have, like, a TV on top of the course, and, like, every single person, coaches, athletes, everyone is just watching the runs from each person, like, in qualifying and finals. And, like, when someone has a run, everyone up there is, like, cheering yeah that was lit i did the red bull unrealistic last year in order you did that as well and you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah and that was like a similar vibe like everyone just around yeah. the tv just like if anybody landed a run everyone was like oh my god because yeah. the conditions were so tough too yeah. <laughs> yeah i'd say it's similar to that vibe like maybe not as like chill as that comp but yeah like same thing everyone's hyped for whoever lands like there's no beef we were saying there should be more beef though it'd be kind of lit if you make it more interesting yeah i was i was kind of trying to like start semi beef because i know it's not really nationalistic so if you guys had to pick like another national team to start beef with canada who no i feel like that's that's too no like who we hmm 
We don't have to answer. We don't got to start this beef. Well, we, we want, you know, Team USA to be a great ambassadors yeah. to our country. We don't need to start beef here. Uh, so let's talk a bit more about some... Uh, oh. No, nothing. It, I always try to be Alex, though. Like, yo, oh, yeah, we have, we have beef. We have, like, fake beef. We have fake so beef. Fun. I got, like, my first 90, and I was super hyped, and he, like, went right after me. It's, like, 90.25. <laughs> yeah, we, we always... He's always trying to beat me. Yeah, it's like one one sided beef. I just try to beat him. He doesn't really care about little dogs like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Uh, so tonight there's the premiere of Magma Three. Tell us about filming for Magma Three. Um, yeah, we got a little premiere. I think it's nothing too crazy. Like 200, 200 people can fit in that venue. I'm hoping we can squeeze in more if more people come. But yeah, we got a premiere. I think it's like our fifth premiere of the year. Uh, video is going to be coming out in like two weeks at that. I think we picked November 30th. I don't know if we've said that yet, but yeah, it should be November 30th, um, for the release. And yeah, we filmed a ton this year, like started, started first clip was like October 25th or something last year. And then last clip was like June 18th. So filmed like, oh, like on and off between events for like seven, seven months, eight months, whatever that is. So definitely did a lot of trips, a uh, couple big street trips, one big one to the Midwest for like three and a half weeks. We went to all the states pretty much in the Midwest. Uh, that was super fun. It was just Owen, Hunter, and I. And then Reese was with us. Actually, Reese ruled, but he got hurt halfway through the trip, so then he had to leave. He broke his collarbone, unfortunately. Um, but that was our big street trip, and then we filmed slush stuff on and off. Uh, in the spring. So it's like 60% street, 40% uh, spring booters, I'd say. But yeah, we're really, really stoked on it. Proud of all the work we put in and how it turned out. Owen killed it with the video too. So super stoked on it. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm stoked to watch it tonight. And how the, how the fuck, how do you, how do you find the time? Cause you, you, you're in the faction movie. Now you have Magma 3 and then you do all the competitions. And I even saw you at like Jib Leaks and stuff. <laughs> Um, well, I, I skipped a couple comps last year. Like I skipped one or two of the world cups, uh, didn't end up going to world champs, which I was super hyped on, uh, <laughs> cause it apparently sucked. I wasn't there, but the weather was really bad and like they were there for three weeks. So, um, didn't go to that one, got to film like a good amount of street during that trip. But yeah, I don't know. We just, we got really lucky with our big street trip over, we did over Christmas and new years. So it was like a three week trip. And I think at the end of that trip, I'd filmed a little bit preseason. I got a couple in Utah and then we did that big trip and I had like 25 clips by like January 10th or something. So I was like pretty set on, on street. You're crazy. <laughs> then, <laughs> Dude, I, I remember the second real ski that we were, my second real ski, your first real ski, we were both in it. And I think I had three clips and Meek calls me up and she's like, yo, Hey, Holly's got 25 clips already. And it was like, it was like mid-December. And I was just sitting there like, oh my God. Like, what the heck? No, but um, yeah, we got a lot of clips, which was sweet. Like, we were, it was nice because we had, with Reese, we were four people. And then, unfortunately, got hurt. But then we were only three people, which was, like, makes it a really gnarly grind. Because everything you set up, either you're hitting it or, like, like it's just so much heavier. But you get so much done because there's less people skiing. So we were getting, yeah, we were doing like two spots a day pretty much for, I think it was like a 25 day trip. And we, I think I got one or two clips almost every day. So we were just like on, you get on a roll. So that was really nice. And then 
I actually didn't film that much throughout the season. Like in the middle, I'd try and get some clips when I could. And then we had such a good snow year in the U.S. that I got to film uh, after Kimbo sessions when I saw you. That's like after that is when we filmed all the spring stuff pretty much. So we filmed in Utah. Then we went to Tahoe in like June. And then we finished up at Hood in like mid-June. So we were lucky with all the all the snow that we could just, you know, squeeze it all in. And But yeah, I, I, I definitely skipped a couple comps, which helped a lot. That's nice. But still, still crazy nonetheless. Hard, a hardworking man right here. Try my best. <laughs> so what projects have you guys seen come out this fall so far that you guys are stoked on? Any projects you want to shout out that potentially you haven't skied in, like um, unbiased? Yeah, definitely. I, we just, like most of us watched the foreign movie like two days ago, which was like so sick. Um, not like crazy long, just like short and sweet. Uh, it was so good. Like the editing and the song selection I thought was amazing. Also the spot selection too. Like yeah. um i really like the faction movie with especially max shots like i know you haven't seen it yet but it was so sick to like kind of throughout the season he was always going on trips we lived together so i was kind of like always interested but he never saw the shots which means i never got to saw the shots so i was just kind of like oh like how was it you know um but it was really sick to see all of his stuff and i'm really excited to see it all put together like in kind of your own segment because i think faction kills it where they like spread out the clips but i really want to see like just max performance because it was so heavy street backcountry park like all three and one x games so pretty g hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah those were really good Hell yeah. I think, dude, Oski, like, he's got, like, he had clips in Mango's project. He had clips in 036. Insane. Yeah. He got so much clips last year. Definitely. If I. Just, like, insanely G, super sick at skiing, just naturally goaded. Yeah, he's sick. I love Oski. Yeah. Super fun. I agree. If I had some air horns, I'd be giving him some air horns right now. What else? Yeah, those are. There's like honestly so many good movies came out this fall. It's like crazy. Like I thought the Good Company movie was amazing. Like Colby's segment was incredible. Um, yeah. He killed it so hard in the backcountry this year. Like went up to AK, skied amazing up there. Uh, also like Tucker and and Wallace killed it in that video. I thought like Wallace had some really sick clips. Um, what else? Also, I love the Hazard movie. Street segment yeah. on YouTube is fucked up. It's insane. I mean, we talked about it earlier. The front up front is insane. But, like, all the shots and everything were gnarly. So, that's really sick. But it, movie, or, yeah, DVA movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, DVA movie as well. Benny Smith and the DVA movie was sick. Burke, Torrin, they all killed it as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's, like, so many. There's so many movies. What else were we watching? There's some pretty entertaining ones. Oh, the what was the one we were... The, um... The runge. The runge. The runge. That shit was lit. <laughs> yeah. They, they like to break TVs. Um, Light each other on fire. That yeah. <laughs> that movie was... <laughs> yeah, we were wondering whether they they poured some... Was it vodka? Yeah. They poured some vodka on a lip, and then we realized that alcohol doesn't 
freeze we're pretty sure <laughs> so we weren't really sure if that worked out for them but maybe it was just water but that movie was pretty funny we we, we were entertained for sure damn i gotta i gotta watch that but <laughs> i wasn't part of that we need hunter here to elaborate on that story that's for another day maybe oh zooter do you have any intel here um, this would be fun we, to talk about. We we did a we did a hazard and magma premiere in Bozeman, um, like I don't know a month or two ago, and like magma posted something on Instagram. They're like premiere in Bozeman, whatever, blah blah blah. And this like Instagram account, the Montana Bandits, commented like, "Damn, same day as the Bandits premiere," and we were kind of like. <laughs> Uh, like i don't know like we'd never heard of it we were like oh a oh, word like sorry i guess hunter talked to them he's like yeah we can't change it like we booked the venue and some people like some of our friends kind of started getting in like an instagram battle and there was like they threatened to put this. in a bomb threat at the venue not our not our they did they did yeah they yeah, did. yeah they they said but like it was a joke it was a joke like, it was like said, a beef joking on yeah, instagram like bomb threat for the magma premiere um and basically i think that there was just some beef so a bunch of people didn't come to our premiere to like <laughs> to support the montana bandits <laughs> <laughs> but then we watched their movie and it was lit yeah like, it was it lit sick Supported by Rockstar, Monster, Red Bull, and Yerba Mate. <laughs> what? Beast. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't know any. We like. I don't know if did you guys know any of the skiers in that movie? I grew up with one of the. Kids. Okay. Yeah, they knew a couple, but I didn't know any of them. But they were like super loose, but lit, like just sending it. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty funny. Yeah, that guy was yeah. just didn't land a single trick. Yeah, that guy was sick. Yeah, that movie was. They're just senders. Yeah. Shouts out the Montana Bandits. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, all all PR is good PR. Bomb threading the magma premiere. Now they're getting shouted out. No, it's not. So, besides the Montana Bandits, where are you guys getting your inspiration from right now in skiing? Is there a specific, like, specific group? I get a lot of inspiration from Magma movies. I think that Magma 3 is, like, on my top three best movies of all time, ski movies, at least in my opinion. It's so good. And see his work ethic just is insane and, like, how many street spots you can hit in a, in a season is, like, mental. And, like, I don't think anyone else is really, like, on his level of hitting street spots, which is really sick. Um, but, yeah, all, and everyone else that we, like, get to ski with. Like, that's mm-hmm. where we draw inspiration from when it comes to learning a new trick or spot selection or going out and just, like, trying new stuff. It's really cool to see that and, like, be a part of this group of guys. Yeah, I definitely get a ton of inspiration from, like, everyone i get to hang out with like at comps or just all the homies on the team just like not even necessarily in like a skiing way but just inspiration to have a good time and like enjoy where we are in the moment which i think is like a huge part of it and then video wise like there's too many to even you know but like all the child labor homies i grew up with most of those guys like their videos are so sick obviously like zoot space when it came out next one coming out maybe (laughs) in a while (laughs) Chuck might have intel. I don't know if he's speaking on it, but no comment. <laughs> no comment. Um, 
and then a ton of like skateboard videos. Uh, I think like snowboard videos are so taught, like they're so good right now. We just watched um, Atlas, was it, with Tommy Gesme? Um, that movie was so good. And like, there's just a ton of like really good content out there that's not just skiing content. And I think if you can watch all of it and get inspiration, whether it's film style or just spot selection, like personally, I, I feel like I always try and go for like, a big rail or a long, like sometimes it's the small things that are the best parts of these parts. And, and I feel like I've learned that a lot from watching other ski videos and snowboard videos. Like it doesn't always need to be the biggest, craziest spot. Like the spot selection is so crucial. And you learn that from watching other videos as well to inspire you. Definitely. Yeah. Atlas was super good. Like the Colton Feldman's like filming is like so sick. And then you can like tell all the spots like Natty speed have such a good flow to them. And then when you like watch it, it like, I don't know. You got like such a good feeling because you're just like, damn, like that just like the whole thing flowed like so mm-hmm. damn good. Yeah, there yeah. Were some really cool spots too, like some ledges that were like, we were like, where did they find that ledge? Like it was so sick. It was like a quad kink ledge that mm-hmm. was like so cool looking. Yeah, that they all got clipped up on like yeah. nose press, like front one, and then like yeah. But yeah, I was like, where did they find all their spots? Yeah, yeah we were trying to figure it out. Like definitely some in the U.S. I heard like some of it was Europe, Eastern Europe. Like I saw. I was reading the, the like writing in the back of one spot, and it was like Italian. Yeah. So they must have hit some stuff in Italy somewhere. Like they yeah. were all over the place, but like super, yeah, like a lot of spots I'd never seen before for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I saw that too. I was like, I saw a license plate from Italy. I was like, damn. And then I think I saw some Finnish in there. Yep. And then there's like one or two, like kind of like Minnesota spots that you like have seen a bunch. But yeah, I think yeah. it's awesome when crews go that extra like mile to like give you that like completely new like spot selection and like not like just rerun back like the the local spots hell yeah what got something to say Zuder? i kind of just wanted to say that like on the inspiration thing was growing up we all watched like simon dumont and tanner hall and they were killing it in competitions as well as putting out like banger video parts and i think like most of us can speak on the fact that a hall and colby kind of like started and henrik started have been doing that like killing it in the competitions and filming all year and putting out amazing parts so like that inspiration is probably the highest because we travel and we compete most of the year but still being able to like go and put in some work in the streets or in the backcountry or wherever is like mostly due to like the fact that a hall put out security notice and won the olympics the same year like it's just so sick you know <laughs> big shouts out to a hall yeah. <laughs> but yeah when i like look at like this group it's like crazy to me because like you're saying like you put out like a full movie and a film part in faction and then also like did the majority of the competitions mac he won x games big air last year and then you also like are getting nominated for i have three awards i know charlie's out there filming street zooter had street clips connor had street clips and like basically everybody on this like whole like u.s team right now isn't just like doing comp skiing and if you would have asked me like four or five years ago when i stopped competitive skiing i'd be like dude it's gonna get like way too hard to do both and then you like look at it now and you're i'm like i'm just bloody impressed by by all of you guys and and colby who yeah like podium last year as well as like was one male skier of the year yeah, i three and high felt yeah, yeah. yeah. So many different events. 
yeah, do to where Corbett's Jackson Hole, like yeah. Corbett's yeah. event, like you won. Yeah. It was crazy. And he put out like maybe the most banger backcountry segment of all time, like definitely up there with yeah. like the top five backcountry segments of all time. Yeah, that he was like crazy. A, a goaded season because he won slope style, then he won Dew Tour, which was only rail, so he won like a rail jam. Then he won Kings and Queens of Corbett's yeah. a backcountry competition, and then he won like best male street or yeah. best male film part on That's every award. Unrealistic too. Second yeah. unrealistic, yeah. also podiumed here at Stubai last year. And he did that that power event that like we did, Colby and I did. He got third at that one. The Red Bull thing. Yeah, yeah. the Red Bull thing. Yeah, he put in Stubai the whole time, like with a kind of messed up shoulder that he had to get surgery on after the season. So he had like a shoulder brace on all year, like insane. I think in his podium run here last year, he like did something on a tap feature, and his shoulder like came out in his run. Or something crazy yeah. like that and still laced and then after that had yeah wear brace the rest of the year i think yeah yeah but yeah he's shout out big shout yeah. out big <laughs> shout out to, to colby yeah it's crazy uh is there anything you guys want to talk about or should we wrap this up um i don't know yeah go go watch all the sick movies that are coming out right now i think there's so many good ones online most of them are free so that's pretty crazy nowadays like and all of them are you know not too long so it's just like if you got a 30 minutes in the evening go watch one because a lot of people put in a lot of hard work so i definitely recommend that and then yeah that's about it i'd say Hell yeah. Thank you, boys, for coming on. Making me a proud American right here. <laughs> proud American. <laughs> proud American. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. We're good. That's a wrap. Yeah. yeah.